0: Welcome to Picks with the Professor. The show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. This is college basketball for Thursday, January 18th. Back after a rare night off. uh, Sorry for the uh, lack of a show there. We're usually remarkably consistent about these things other than when we were in the hospital because the little one, but made a bunch of updates to the model. (laughs) I was about to say, was it really a night off? it was not a night off for yeah, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a night off for jake it was supposed to yeah. be on the show as well but yeah made a bunch of, uh, of adjustments in, in, in nothing overly major as much as just some things in the data trying to make sure that with all the data feeds coming out the players are matched up right and not missing data from one source or another things about usage uh, i kind of had built the model to just pretend i was like God coach and would play the players like I wanted and kind of realizing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to balance that with what's actually happening. And the reason I have to kind of play God a little bit, because then when injuries happen, right, I, I want to be able to have some mechanism to predict what will happen going forward. Um, and we'll talk about one of those specifically with Illinois, right. With, with Shane mm-hmm. and out, not, not an injury, but, but a player out. Um, and of course, Michigan as well with a player out on the road, uh, trying to figure out how to allocate those minutes to best predict. And, and I, trying to find a better way to do that. So um, spend a lot of time on that. So no show there. Um, Otherwise though, back here with three games, kind of all late for the free show, three more in the extended cut, including the play of the day. And again, you can get all the best bets, the extended cut play of the day on Dub Club. You might as well sign up for a free trial. You might as well sign up and see which team we're going to back around even money who is going to have a 20 plus point lead and then blow it because (laughs) we seem to be really good at that. And I don't know. Cousin Jared, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, We talk a lot about the ups and downs and it happens in every sport. Um, And in every sport going back for a good while now with these versions of the model, these player-based versions that I've had, the Ups have always outweighed the downs in, at, by the end of the season. Right. Um, in the middle of it, it doesn't feel that good. Oh, and no, no. specifically, though, these downs happening with this is this will be this is tonight with Southern Illinois. It was the third time we had a team in the last week with a 20 plus point lead that ended up losing outright. Mm. And I don't. I don't know what to make of that. Maybe one day we'll be on the other side of that. Maybe one day that'll just stop happening, and we can just go back to winning money again. I, I, I'd like that personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would be. I'm, I'm down. I'm down for that
1: too. Yeah. Um, just there, I the the longer that that we do this, it's just like college basketball. It's just its own animal. Like it is, it just is. It seems to be the most variable roller coaster ride that you could mm. possibly jump on and definitely there have been plenty of times where things have gone gone bad and and there have been more bad times this year than good but when it's gone good we've had multiple days this season where it's like this is gangbusters Mm -hmm. uh we are you know not gonna be able to top this and then you know in the next week you got like two terrible days so it Mm -hmm. is just college basketball is a, a roller coaster ride that is for sure
0: Because it reminds me of I believe it was three baseball seasons ago now where we had that like whole I think it was six weeks where every time we had a lead in the ninth inning on a team, the closer blew it. And every time we had a team down in the ninth inning, they could not come back. And it was like six straight weeks of that. And then when that finally ended, we got to September. And I think we made like 50 units in September or something ridiculous. And then in October was just almost as good. Fewer games, of course, the playoffs. Um, but that was one of the weirdest stretches. And this is starting to remind me of that, where it's just like, I don't even know anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, how this is going to play out. It'll end. We will stop having these weird things eventually. Um, but if you're with us over at dub club, uh, you've seen some of these best bets just look great and then fall apart or, uh, the Nebraska game, uh, where we had, uh, you know, double a grade and in regulation, we had the underdog in Nebraska who covered in regulation and we had the under, which covered in regulation. And of course she goes to overtime and both bets lose. It's like, I don't know what to do with yeah, that. Like the, yeah. Both picks were right. They were, they were, they were the right side and yeah. yeah. uh, both lost. And, yep. uh, in the long run, it'll balance out. It's just right now we are not in the long run we are in the short run and so hopefully yeah. tomorrow begins that and it'll all bounce out. But anyway, uh, hopefully you know you're you're having a little bit better luck than we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do inco- encourage you to join us over on Duck Club. We have a lot of fun over our Discord playing, you know. But but we also talk about you know Australia open bets and uh, you know NBA bets and NHL bets and. and uh, goals in first five or not in first five and first 10 and, and goalie safe props and all sorts of fun stuff. So uh, a lot of fun over there on the discord. You can get that via dub club. You can get the link in the show description for free trial. Check it out. Otherwise, let's get to it here. Illinois and Michigan kind of already alluded to it. You've got um, Michigan's best player out for road games, but not for home games in that. matters. Yeah. Yeah. Illinois' best player just out. He's, yeah, he's, 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 he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Very yeah. good and 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 he's out of course um legal stuff happening with that too which is just interesting i don't have anything to say about it because i'm not a lawyer i don't know anything about how that'll play out but uh interesting that, that he's now filed over a restraining order against the university i don't know where it's going to go we're just here to observe and find out and if he's back when he's back we'll plug him in and if not we won't it was just yeah. <laughs> you know we have a player based model to handle whatever happens with that um a situation that seems to have a, another uh, interesting recall every time we turn around, but they're yep. almost still a good team without them. They're just not as good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we saw that here uh, over the weekend, Michigan, you know, kind of fallen from grace from that early season. We talked about that actually um, earlier this week when we backed Michigan
1: mm-hmm.
0: on MLK day. And we said Michigan was the right side against Ohio state. And, our, our thinking along that lines was basically just, we take home teams in the big 10 for the most part. We tried to yeah, yeah, Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think this was no different. We're going to Michigan plus plus one twenty as an A grade here. Uh, Illinois is a better team, but it's hard to win on the road. And model says Michigan's actually slightly more likely to win this because of the home court advantage. When, when this game reverse games played in Illinois, um, you know the model would have them at like 80 percent likely to win or something, but you know it's 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 a very big swing yeah. uh, for home court advantage, especially in the Big Ten, because uh, you're plus one twenty. I think the a grade threshold for this is about plus one fifteen. Mm. Uh, so so we need the plus odds, or else we're not taking yeah. Michigan. You know, yeah. otherwise it, it's it's not worth it. Just the same way we talked about against Ohio State, we need yeah. we needed good 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 price, and and today's no different. W- what's your take on it?
1: it's it's funny because you know i sometimes i do a little bit of research for this show um other times i do no research did no research for this game um because all i need to know is and we've we've talked about the road road games in the big 10 are just brutal for these road teams um i in my mind i was gonna say if i can get plus odds with michigan that's 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 all I, I need to know. Basically, a, a home team plus odds in the Big Ten signed me up. And it's funny you say that plus one fifteen would be an A grade because if it's plus one hundred five or something, that's probably about a B grade
0: mm-hmm.
1: or so. And, and so that basically lines up with what I what I was thinking in my head. If I can get plus odds, that means that there's value on Michigan. That's really all there is to it. I'm hoping that that win over Ohio State gave Michigan the boost that they needed. I don't like. I don't think this. Michigan is a bad team. As you can see here, Sideline has a number 46 overall. It's just been partially the the schedule especially early and then it's just like they kind of went into a lull right here when conference started going. And so I'm hoping that that was just that, just a little lull. That Ohio State game kind of brought them up from that. Now they're they're catching a good team but they're getting them at home. I just I can't pass up on a Big 10 home team getting plus odds. That's kind of all there is to it.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. When we were discussing what games to talk about, I was like, "This one's kind of just like home team in the Big Ten at plus odds." Like, I don't know. Like, it, it gets not Purdue, who Purdue has had two really successful road games and two really unsuccessful road games at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So even they aren't, uh, you know, uh, excluded from that. Uh, but Purdue's at a different class than the rest of the Big Ten. Anybody else on the road is tough. So uh, you know, again, all about always about the price. It's, it's never not about the price. Every side is worth playing at the right price. If I can get Illinois at. at you know, I'd have to get bigger than plus one twenty, but but at the right plus odds, I'd take a chance on the road team with them. You know, we had Nebraska plus whatever it was, 140 or something is an A-grade pick. Um here here tonight. And that didn't come through. But again, when you go to overtime with that with those with those odds, you know, you, yep. you at least feel feel like you had the right side. Um because Jared, I think it's interesting when you compare this uh game with the one we had Monday against Ohio State. Uh, the A grade threshold is a little bit different. I think on that one, we said the A grade threshold was like minus one Oh five. Maybe, uh, this mm-hmm. one's plus 115. It's a full 20 cents different. And folks that 20 cents matters. The closer you get to even money, the larger each cent, uh, carries, it carries more weight and probability. Uh, so it's a, it's a big shift from, uh, minus one Oh five to, to plus plus one fifteen. It It's not a, um, uh, it's only twenty cents, but that twenty cents is a, is bigger in probability than the shift from say minus two hundred to minus two twenty, which is the same twenty cents, but from probability scale, it's not a uh, linear tra- translation. So uh, and that kind of makes sense because Illinois is a better team than Ohio State. So I think it kind of aligns um, with that. I think the last thing I'll say about this, the X's and O's part of this, is all these units on the court are about the same, except for Michigan's defense. The reason that we think Michigan's got a chance to win this game is simply because what happens when you go on the road, especially in the Big Ten, sometimes the offense doesn't travel very well. You know the defense will, but Michigan's got a good offense at home. If Illinois struggles to score, that can mask the big problem that Michigan has, which is their defense. And that's what could make this a ball game. And that's why it makes plus 120 worth worth the play. I
1: I, I agree. Uh, I, I'm doing some mental math in my head. Uh, big Ten conference teams are 32 and 11 at home. Mm. Yeah. And there um, is there is one team that has multiple conference losses at home. That's Michigan. Yeah, um, but I think that changes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll we'll hopefully. I mean, it won't change. They still will have multiple home losses. Um, but hopefully, they can at least yeah. continue their their home winning ways. Yeah. Uh, I'll be happy to fade Michigan on the road, especially without their best player. Assuming yeah. the price is reasonable uh, going forward. But at home, I think they're. You know, worth considering. I assume yep. you get a good price. Even money might sprinkle on even money, but I'm not loving it. But, uh, yep. uh, you know, happy to fit them on the road. Happy to back my home. We'll see if we can get the win just like we did on Monday. Which takes us to Gonzaga and Pepperdine. Because, Jared, the Zags are very much on the bubble, mm. which is hilarious to think about. Their resume yeah. is just not strong. Uh, my model and all the analytics I've seen kind of have them at like 25th or 30th best. You compare that with a weak resume. If they win the conference, they'll be fine. But if they don't, there's another thing you can't add to the resume. So right. it's just crazy to think about this because that seems the weakest one we've seen in a long time. Um, they're still good, but they're just not the same team we've seen before. And I think if you've been paying attention to all the college basketball at West, you've known that this Gonzaga team is not the same. I I think it's very straightforward. for Pepperdine decent. They're okay. Um, Gonzaga should be favored in this one on the road. We're not here to talk about that though. We're here to talk about the total. When you see the pace of these two teams, Pepperdine slow Gonzaga more fast than Pepperdine is slow. We think Gonzaga can control the pace of this game. And unfortunately, While that means there should be a lot of points, it doesn't mean there would be this many points. 157.5 is a lot. We're projecting about 150. The average we talked about is 144, 145. So we think more than an average number of points, but that doesn't mean we can get to this number. (laughs) So we're going to go under 157.5. A great pick on this under. Cousin Jared, tell us more. And at the beginning of the season – it felt like you couldn't set some
1: of these totals high enough with how many points were being scored. Mm-hmm. It does feel like that going. I guess let me let me say it a little bit differently. Early in the season, you could say I'm going to go under 157 and a half, and it could still be plenty scary. Uh, I feel like since conference play, that has dialed back a little bit we have done you know we've talked about some of the uh you know how the picks haven't gone well uh, as of late one area that we have been doing well is going under some of these huge uh total numbers
0: and Another example today, with that being VMI Furman, went under a very big number.
1: Yes, yes, I, I think it was 163 and a half at one point, it ended up closing at 165 and a half. So it kept going up, and it would have gone easily under both of those numbers. And
0: it, and it only got to 160 because Furman's down there jacking up threes ten seconds into the shot clock in a 38 point game or something. And it still only got to 160. It shouldn't have even got that high. But anyway, move, moving on.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so. um the going under these bigger totals ha, have been a better proposition maybe than they were early in the season and even though Gonzaga is, is not the team that they have been in the past and at least me when i think Gonzaga i always think about how good they are on offense but that Gonzaga defense is still nothing to be trifled with uh you know especially against a team like pepperdine i think Gonzaga's defense is what's going to make the the be the difference in this game. I think going on the road, it's like, Hey, let's focus on playing some good defense here. Let's try to shut Pepperdine down. So I, I think that it's going to be Gonzaga's defense. that kind of steals the show in this one. And,
0: and I think we're getting, sometimes we, we you know, we, we only have so much time on the show. We don't want to spend 25 minutes on each game. We probably spend too long on each game. So so we apologize for that. Um, but, but um, you know, we say a lot of things in here that you've heard a lot if, if you've been, been with us for a while we try to the say them again in case we, we know we get new people all the time and so again if you've been with us for a while and you hear the same things we appreciate your patience through this while we help the new people get catch them up to speed but you know we talk about a lot of things one of them is you know we should always be able to think through how we lose a play and be thinking about how we feel about that what's the probabilities of that we talk about uh price sensitivity and every side can be played at any price right one of the other things you know um that we talk about is why we think we're getting value on a game. And sometimes we like to play that game. I think the answer to that one's pretty simple, simple here. Gonzaga's defense is actually better than their offense. And that might be the first time we could say that since we've cared about Gonzaga. I mean, their offense has always been, and they've had years where their defense has been really good. I don't want to take anything away from uh, that. Whatever it was, 2021 team that played Baylor in the national championship or, uh, it, you know it was so good that that defense was incredible but even then the offense was still better and that's the thing is the offense has always been there and that's let the pace be there but because their offense isn't as good this year they're sometimes they feel like they're going a little bit slower than they were before um their offense isn't as good in an era where all the other good offenses have gotten better it's a little bit so I think we're getting value because the reputation of Gonzaga I think people are kind of starting to back off of them on the spread a little bit but they haven't quite realized that they're not typically yeah putting up 100 points in these conference games anymore especially on the road uh they're not quite that same team that was able to do that um and and so it doesn't mean they can't do it on any individual game right but on average we expect more times than not just to hang right around 150 maybe in the 140s maybe in the 150s but uh getting up to 160 or so uh does not seem like the most likely thing. So we like this under 157 and a half and again remember when you sign up on dub club you get all sorts of great information. Here's the cheat sheet for Gonzaga Pepperdine. You pause if you want to check that out and see what it says here. I think Gonzaga wins this 81% of the time. This should be 10.2-point favorites. I think they're 12-point favorites right now. Uh, so it's priced relatively well. You can see the team totals down there. If that's something you like to bet, you can see the grades of all the uh, units where they rank. All sorts of goodies over there. You can see this for each and every game um, every day of the season. And then you also get in chart form as well. So check it out over in Double Club again, free one week trial link to get you there is in the show description. And that'll wrap us up with a late one here. 11 PM Eastern Washington state and Stanford cousin Jared. I mean, kind of go back to the first game and lather rinse repeat. The Uh, PAC 12 uh, has some pretty big home court advantages. Even UCLA won at home here uh, this last weekend. Uh, uh, We're going to take the home team Stanford model. So they went two out of three times. So minus minus one forty-two. that makes that an a grade. We take a dog earlier in the show. We'll take a favorite here. Um, But you know, these two teams are next to each other according to sideline number 73 versus number 74. Uh, and then you pack 12, the home court edge is just massive. The travel is hectic. Um, it, it's longer than it is in, in a lot of other places. Uh, the way they do the, the road trips there, it just you end up with the largest home court advantages in the big mm-hmm. 10, uh, the big 12 and the pack 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. All right. Soon to be RIP, of course. And mm-hmm. so let's back to home team here, the Safe Cardinal. Uh, neither one of these teams is great, uh, and so home team at a reasonable price seems pretty good to me. What are your thoughts, cousin Jared?
1: So I really um, am interested in the matchup between Stanford Stanford's offense and Washington State's defense because I think the winner of that matchup is going to be um, who wins this game. Because strength, strength, strength on strength there, strength mm-hmm. on strength. Yeah, um, but. What I would say is everything I've seen from college basketball this season, I don't know why I wouldn't lend myself towards taking the offense in, mm-hmm. in in this spot. It just feels like we've talked about it a lot, how that's the way that college basketball is is going this season. And so Stanford at home, they've got the victory over Arizona at home too. Like if they can play 80, 85% of what they played against Arizona against this Washington state team, they're going
0: to win at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- Well, the other side of that contest when Washington State has the ball while their offense is a little bit better than Stanford's defense, the the road effect right there is harder, harder to bring the offense on the road. And so uh, we think that Stanford, you know, their biggest weakness, their defense probably can hold up a little bit better at home. Uh, and while they'll have to go up against a tough Washington State defense, their offense should be able to be successful at home. Like I said, it was against Arizona, who has uh, an, an extremely good defense. And so yep. uh, minus 142 makes for a pretty reasonable price. Uh, two out of three times would imply a money line of minus 200. So if you're playing this, we got to make sure it starts with a one, and the closer it is to even money, the better play it is. So minus 180 is An okay play, don't really love it, but would play at minus 160 is a pretty solid play, and the minus 140 range is a really good play. So we can all about the price here on this one of the 59 games or so. Uh the ones that we've identified as the A grades and the best bets, are the ones that we think have the most value and the most likely chance of growing our bank on the long run. It does not mean we are predicting these games because nobody knows what will happen in one game, as evidenced by Southern friggin' Illinois tonight. Um, mm-hmm. Still better. Um, there's your recap for the free show. Our three A grades. for you, you got three more best bets coming in the extended cut uh, after we have a 60 second interlude where we kind of throw some uh, you know reminders your way before we do that. Cousin Jared, do you have any parting words?
1: If your team is in the Summit League or the Horizon League or Conference USA, stick around uh, because mm-hmm. we we're hitting your leagues next. I don't know why the great basketball from those leagues is being banished to the extended cut, but or study hall. But you know, stick around. We've got. People. I mean, I, th-
0: I think you know why, but that's that's yeah. <laughs> beside yeah. the point. All right. Again, if you want to see the extended cut, that link's available available everyone on Dub Club. That link's in the show description. So hopefully, we'll see you after the musical interlude.